On this episode of Jesus in Gym Shoes, we talk about credit repair. And the website mentioned over and over again is Thomas and Westbrook Consulting.com. But the actual website is Thomas and Westbrook.com. You'll get it. Welcome to another episode of Jesus and Gym Shoes, where we have unparalleled conversations about life skills in Jesus. I have one of my good friends since, <laughs> I wish y'all could see oh, well. <laughs> oh, they can't I see. No, they can't see. I was about to catch the Holy Ghost. <laughs> oh man! Hold my mute gotta... while I shout. Do your thing, dog. My bad. Again, this is my friend Tommy. Tommy Westbrook of Westbrook Work. What is it? Westbrook Realty. Tommy Westbrook Real Realty, and he got a whole bunch of different companies. He got. Yeah. What all do you do, Tommy? Work. Westbrook work. I, I eat. I, I remain black and I'm going to stay black, man. But credit and real estate, man. Credit, real estate and fitness, man. Financial oh, health, body health, mental health. Let's get it. <laughs> Tommy is probably one of the most energetic people I've ever met in my entire life. And he has been this way since 2006 when I first met him. And... <laughs> I despise Tommy because Tommy used to pick on me. <laughs> Tommy's a bully. Thank God, thank God for Jesus. Thank God for Jesus. You hear me? <laughs> thank God for Jesus. And, and, and you got your you got your repar- reparations. That time I hid behind the wall and you slapped me. Yeah. You got I did. your reparations. I did. I did. <laughs> you got I did. your reparations. <laughs> I did. I did. I did. And <laughs> And Tommy and I have been inseparable, like, whenever, like, our paths have, like, separated, then they come back, and then we just have been inseparable since oh, yeah. then. Um, great guy, and he's always been so dedicated, and I always just learned so much from just being around him. And one of the things, the first thing I ask everybody, or one of the things that I ask everybody is, what's your favorite pair of gym shoes? Oh, man. Look, my favorite pair of gym shoes, man, is my feet, high-tech feet. Look, <laughs> look, I'm high tech feet. I like to run barefoot, dog. I ain't gonna lie to you. But if I had to put some shoes on, uh, damn, that's a great question, man. I'm gonna go black Air Force One because I'm always on it. Black oh. Air Force One. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I'm always on that. A West Side Negro is always on West Side, <laughs> no matter what type of scenario you put them in. Out of all the shoes. <laughs> oh, God. Tommy is West Side through, West Side of Chicago through and through. If it's just down bottom, he said that he said Black Air Force One. I thought you was going to say Chucks because you usually work out in Chucks. I was going to. Yeah, Black Air Force Ones. But you know, that's how I feel. Okay, okay, that's fair. I still have a pair that are like, they aren't beat up, but I'm probably never going to wear them again. No, as you should. As you should. I'm going to keep mine low top with white socks. Just to let you know I'm coming. Yeah. Do the white, uh, is it the white crew socks with Nike on them? Or is it just like the white crew socks? 
see, I'm gonna get specific on you. It's actually uh one sock longer than the other, so I roll it a little bit so they all so you, even. I, I I slide it down. Do you like it cuff down. it up under your foot so that way? Yep. Yep. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh my god yeah. i remember the first I, I remember the first time tommy took me out west and oh <laughs> i remember the first time tommy took me out west this was a foreign land like i i'm a south sider and i never traveled out west like i would go up north I go to the Burbs, but I ain't, I had never been out west. And, and Tommy like took me, and I was just like, "Where are we?" Like it was a Twilight Zone moment because I had never experienced such such a, a space of community. Mm-hmm. But it was ghetto. I, but it was out west beautiful. Illinois. Yeah, out west Illinois is illustrious. We got everything you're looking for. From the bottom to the top. From the and bottom top to the to bottoms. Top. Yeah, and top to bottoms. On, tops and bottoms. There you, you go. Tops <laughs> and bottoms for the first time. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. There you go. Get you a combo. Get oh, you some black Air Force Ones and build your way up, man. Come on. Oh, good. Everything start from the everything start from the black Air Force One. So if you're not familiar with Chicago and the west side of Chicago, Tops and Bottoms has been around is a store that has been around since the age of time. Like it is a staple out west, and you can go in there, and you can get every. You will know what's popping in the hood based off of what's happening at uh tops and bottoms. They get all the dopest gym shoes. They get all. They probably got Davucci in there still. Like <laughs> what's right. those? What's those hats with the watch on them? Buck fifty. A buck fifty. Buck fifty. I know buck fifty. Yeah, uh-huh. Uncle Raymond. Yep, you know, yep, I know yep. y'all like heroes on the on the south side. We got Uncle Remus right down the street, you know. <laughs> so uh, I'm probably gonna lose my south side card for this. What's that? Come on, come on with it. Let the truth be known. Jesus is gym shoes. He's watching. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like, I like, I like, I like the bread that Uncle Remus hey. put in hey, they in, in, in their meals. Look, come on. And that chicken. It's, it's fried real crispy every time. It's fried every time. every time. It is fried really, really crispy. And I like the sauce. Mm. I like the sauce. Mm. I thank you for that confession. I'm not Catholic, but it definitely was a, a, a Catholicism <laughs> moment. <laughs> it was a Catholicism moment. <laughs> I am, so I tell people I only go out west for women and food. Like, ain't no reason. Like, it ain't nothing like a West Side girl, and it ain't nothing like food out west. Because you go eat good if you out west. <laughs> you go and y'all can get back to back. If anything, jump down. Yeah, exactly. She gonna fight. She gonna, come on. Yeah, she gonna fight for you. She gonna <laughs> fight, G. Like a West Side girl gonna fight. I remember the first West Side girl I ever dated, G. She um, she had an old woman name. I pray she don't. I pray she listen to this, but I'm not gonna put her name out there. But she had an old woman name, and like I seen her fight before. Like I seen her beat somebody up before. Yeah, she this, had an old one. She had an old woman name. She she was a baby at one point, so she grew up going through hell. So yeah, just imagine the hand she got. <laughs> <up>. <laughs> imagine the hand her hands up. were Come steady. On. Her right. hands were steady, bro. <laughs> the one thing her hands were steady. I was like, oh, 
I ain't never mess with her. I couldn't. It's certain women you don't talk trash to, bro. What I look like talking uh-huh. trash to her? And I just no, see her like dismember somebody with a two piece. Like, <laughs> no, you don't do that. <laughs> you don't do that. Look, and look, and she had brothers and cousins and thugs and buses behind her. And Dog. look, you had to go through them and still had to find uh, face her as the final boss. Dog, she stayed on <laughs> Madison. She stayed on Madison and um. Is it Kildare? I think she said on Madison and Kildare. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she out west, yeah, out west. Out west, out west. Yeah, I, I, I used to rock with her whenever we, um, whenever I would used to, well, she had a cousin that stayed out south. That's how I met her. I met her at the beach on 63rd Street. Mm-hmm. But yeah, she she was cold. And she was cold with them hands. She was cold with them hands. But Tommy, I you would have, so me and Tommy would switch. I brought Tommy out south. And Tommy yep. came to my dad's, uh, uh, my dad's a pastor, so he came to my dad's so like, did. birthday celebration or something. <laughs> that was real. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, where in the world are we? <laughs> Had him on 55th Street. And he was like, what is this? But yeah, so since, the, and that was in college, but like since that yeah. time, you know, Tommy's gone, gone on to be an entrepreneur and just do some amazing things. Uh, we, we were teammates, but we've become like really, really good friends. Um, just at, even outside of that. Um, but I really wanted you on here because this nigga fixed my credit. Like, and Real talk. you know, I, I'm thankful because, you know, I'm able to look at my credit score and not hide my face when I look at mm. it, you know? Mm. Um, what happened that you started to go down that road of wanting to help people with their credit? Man, I had bad credit myself. I started off, I had bad credit. Um, I decided to do something about it. Obviously, just like a lot of people that have bad credit, you find out you want to do something about it when you're trying to buy something. Uh, I wanted to get in a new car. And uh, they, they told me I couldn't get a, um, a pack of gum in my name. And so I had to go back <laughs> and uh, start the yep. process for myself, man. And uh, it, it's been it's been history ever since, man. I've been on fire for just sharing how how much credit could, uh, you know, having a good name could help us, um, you know, leverage and uh, really open doors that 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 in my case was closed, you know. <laughs> So that's why I started, Donald. I started off, I had bad credit myself. Uh, my partner, uh, JT, he actually went to Illinois State. He mm-hmm. helped me. He helped me as well. I, I was uh, I was at a 400, 400 and uh, ended up getting to about 650. We, we were able to add some uh, what they call authorized users. Mm-hmm. So uh, piggybacked off his credit, he had an 800 credit score. It got me into the 700s. I was able to access some high limit credit cards. Um, get a brand new car, um, start using rewards points on, on cards to travel. It changed my life. It changed my life. And, and you couldn't shut up. I, I couldn't shut up about telling people about it. And I wanted to help everybody who 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 saw value in it. And so, uh, yeah, we started Thomas and Westbrook. And, uh, man, thank you for allowing us to help you, man, because uh, to, to hear stories like this and to be a part of it, man, is, is a blessing. Yeah, and we uh speaking of like teammates of mine, we got brother Jarek Thomas on here. 
JT money. So I'll tell you a story about JT. Uh, I had come in Uh-oh. freshman year. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's not bad. I came in freshman year. Uh, it was my first practice. I was a walk-on. So with being a walk-on, you come through and, you know, first practice with the team or whatever. Um, and I run the ball, you know, just simple drill. I run the ball. JT hit me so hard, bro. Like, JT, like, unload. I had <laughs> never been hit that hard before. And I was just like, oh, okay, yeah, I'm in college now. I'm not, a- <laughs> I am not in high school no more. I am in college. That hit solidified. We were in the end. I remember we were on the practice field, the one – you know the uh the practice field like by the uh by the track where the deep yeah, yeah. defense was practicing because we wasn't on the mm-hmm. field. It was so, it was like soccer or something on the field, on the main field. And we were over there and just trying to, you know, Coach Scott was like, Yeah, just you know, do this play, walk through this, and I'm coming running. JT was just like was like, Oh <laughs> you think I you. I was like, I did not do nothing to you. I ain't do nothing. <laughs> I'm like, just running the ball, man. I just running the ball. Like, where you do that? <laughs> man, oh, that's just something man. in my nature. I still, man, I, I'm a I'm a football coach out here at this private school. And I still got it in me, man. <laughs> I, I be getting the hand shield and going across kids' heads. <laughs> oh my goodness. Hey, we uh, I can't help it. I know. I, it, I, I, was, I coached. It. I coached one <laughs> one season, and was like, "Yeah, I can't do this. I'm yeah, too aggressive. Tough. I'm too aggressive. Yeah. Still, like when it's in you, it's really, really in you, and you're just like, yeah, it's not for me.' Mm-mm. Yep, pretty much. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, and, I ain't and get kids nowadays don't understand that. Like, I w- I'm like, I will still hit you. <laughs> like, don't get it twisted. Really hard, really, really hard. <laughs> but I wanted to hop in, and, and JT, uh, we were talking to Tommy about uh, his how he got into it, and he mentioned that you would that you helped him out with credit. Like, what was your story of like repairing your credit? Um, awesome. Well, thank you for having me. First off, I'm truly appreciative of this. Uh, opportunity to just speak man and just kind of pull from the cuff um long story short um I have an addiction (laughs) I am addicted to applying for credit cards so when I first started man I was like I don't know what it was man it was just the thrill of getting approved or getting denied I'm like I click the button I'm like oh am I gonna am I gonna get it no oh man so that's kind of how I started off with credit. Um, I remember being up at ISU and I, I got mad one day and you know how we do this emotional spending. I went and bought one of them, um, one of the media players. Cause I had broken the iPad that I had won in that contest. And that was the first thing I put it on was a credit card. So uh, my credit journey started back then, but more particularly recently with uh, me and Tommy connected. Uh, we honestly, we were trying to get a house, man. And um, we sold, me and my wife was, you know, when I met her, she was in the townhouse already. We sold that, tried to build a house. Um, house we started building, they wanted 6%. This was probably back in like 2018. And I'm like, I'm not paying 6% for no loan on no house. No way, no house. So we backed out of that. And uh, I was able to find a crib that I was able to go in on my own, but 
it just brought to my attention like how important credit was. Uh, my credit had been good and my wife's, um, you know, it was right there, but not over that 700 cusp and just seeing how it affected us, man. And, and the way that we had to adjust the maneuver, um, I was like, yeah, man, I got to figure this stuff out. So started talking with Tommy and um, he, he gave me some tips and tricks. I applied them. And then when they started working, I'm like, okay, I, I got this thing. So started, um, well, let me back up. I got a real cold mortgage lender down here. Um, his name's Tom. He works for a company called Lux Mortgage, or he owns it. And um, he just put me on game, man. Just told me what I could do. Uh, introduced me to authorized users and all this, like this whole new world. So I was like, okay, I can, I can roll with this. And um, started playing with some stuff, threw some AUs on my wife's. Uh, credit on cards that I had over the years um, of being addicted to getting that approval, just adding her to them and just watching her score increase. And it just caught my attention. And from there, I was like, all right, Tommy, like we can do something with this thing. And we just dove in, started learning more and more, man. And the rest is history. Now we have a company where we're, we're helping uh, we're individuals, helping, uh, individuals try, to, try to accomplish the same thing. And um, yeah, it, it's a journey, man. It, it's it's always interesting. You never know what you're gonna get because everybody's credit's different, everybody's story's different, and um, I enjoy it. I enjoy mm. helping people and and learning and just the whole process, man. Understood. I think with with that, how what was that like being in a relationship and then or being married and you're like was it a difficult conversation to have or because or, <laughs> you was like yeah I know your wife was probably set like yeah she had the yeah. house picked out or maybe even you oh, yeah. had the house picked out and then you were just like yeah I'm not paying six percent like what was that conversation mm -hmm. like <laughs> well um I don't know like Tommy's been married and I'm not sure if you married yet no nah, nah. man so so in marriage, just right off the cusp, man, it's a lot of giving. <laughs> it's a lot of giving. Um, and, you know, me and her come from two different, like, situations. Like, like most couples, yeah. um, I was raised in a single-family household. You know, mom worked three, four jobs. Don't know a whole bunch about, you know, credit and stuff or, or money. <laughs> and then, you know, my wife over here, you know, both her parents, they're well off, you know, was able to set her up. So it was, it was tough, honestly, just ha trying to find some common ground in those money conversations. Cause money is one of those, those topics that really tests your marriage. Um, especially if you're on two different wavelengths, when it comes to whether you like to spend, save, uh, do a little bit of both. Um, I think it took lots of patience on my part and just time and persistence and really showing my wife like hey here's what we're going to do here's how it works and just being like giving her bits and pieces as opposed to just opening the floodgates because I have a problem with doing that like I'm gonna give you all this information and you you better digest it because if you don't I'm going I've had to learn uh within myself like okay let me pull back I need to give her bits and pieces so that she can digest it, understand it, and we can move forward. And um, 
it's taken some years and uh, we definitely are, are closer in that regard now than where we were when we first got married. But um, yeah, just being flat out, it was tough, man. Um, Cause you, you're right. She, this house we picked, it was fully customizable. She had to pick the countertops, the cabinets, the, the flooring, you could delete the a wall. Size of the add closets. A wall. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you could pick mm-hmm. everything out. And to get to the end of it, and you know, you put some money down. And when you back out of something, they don't give you your money back. They like, yeah. nah, play that. <laughs> Thank That's you. Ours. Have yeah, a nice thanks. day. Uh-huh. That's crazy. <laughs> and, I, I couldn't yeah. imagine. I couldn't imagine, like, woof. But yeah, I mean, man, so even with my credit journey, I'll be a bit transparent. So even with mine. And I mean, mine isn't even done, you know, yet. I, you know, was able to get the building. I had to pay down some points because mm-hmm. of just my right. credit score being tanked. And I had two years of not nec- of being underemployed. So the year, like 2020 was the year, or 2019 into 2020 was me trying to pay everything off. And I was like, I'm, I'm buying me a building, you know? Mm-hmm. I, it's weird to be thankful that COVID, you know, kind of helped me out, but mm-hmm. those rates were extremely low because I probably would have been one of those six percenters, you know, in normal times. But, you know, it's weird that learning the difference of what it takes to get a car as opposed to like what it takes to get a credit card or what it takes to um, even get a house, like all of these different things that, that take credit are incredible incredibly different and can you guys talk to you know somebody maybe listening and they're saying my credit's in the trash right now like my credit is like Tommy was saying my credit's like a 400 what would what would what would you tell somebody to do to start off you want to take that Tommy or you want me to uh jump in jump in I, I I'll kick it off first thing I I, I would say is Find out where you at. Find out where you at. Get 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 uh, an idea, a snapshot of your financial report card. When we got out of school, you know, we had our ABC report card, and it's no different when it comes to credit. Not credit worthiness, not good name. Is we have our credit report as our financial report card. So let's see exactly what's on there. Because I know a lot of people, you know, uh, grew up with their mama putting their bills in their name you know, or having some surprises on your credit report. And so let's, let's at the bare minimum start there. And, and, and then uh, JT, what would you say will be next? Um, once you figured out where you is, at, where you're at, um, I would say uh, get connected with either a trusted credit, trusted repair, company credit repair company or, um, you know, start like figure, figure out where you're at. And then, you know, figure out what your credit score is dictated off of. Uh, it's one thing to definitely know where you're at. Am I still echoing? Or I was echoing. So when you talk about credit credit readiness uh, or the, the, the snapshot, I don't want us to get remiss in, or, or, you know, get lost in uh get lost in, in the, the jargon of those terms like what does before they find somebody 
you know, to look at their credit, what is it that they are looking for when they look at their, you know, ABCs of their credit? What is it, what is it, how do they judge, uh, judge it and what are they looking for? Uh, great question. Um, so definitely you want to start with your credit monitoring. So you, you have to have good information to know where you're at. Um, a lot of people use Credit Karma, the free Experian mm -hmm. app, all these free apps. Uh, what they don't realize is the reason why they're free is because the marketers for these credit cards and all this pay for the website so that you'll come there. Credit Karma will tell you, hey, you got a great score. How about you apply for this credit card? It just boosts their odds because they're in front of a lot of people and they're giving out free scores. That, that's really all it does. But it doesn't give you the detailed information that you need to know, like, hey, you have an account that you missed 10 payment, 10 late payments on this, just killing your score. Like here's the 10 months that you missed. Here's the account number. Here's what it says on the, on that credit profile. Um, but to answer your question, uh, they, they need to look at things like the credit utilization. They want to make sure that um, that's at least under 10. I know a lot of people say 30, but even as you get closer to that 30 range, it'll still affect your score because your credit utilization just shows how much of your total credit you're using. So for example, um, for simple numbers, if I have $10,000 in available credit and I have $5,000 used, you're at a 50% utilization, that's high. So you want that thing to be more around like 10%, so I only got $1,000 out, so that it like I'm able to manage the credit that I have. <clears throat> uh, banks just want to know you're able to like if I lend you money, I want to know that you're going to take care of my money and you're going to bring it back to me on time and I don't have to worry about you. Um, so also, go ahead. Mm -hmm, go ahead. No, so I was going to say so they're looking at the credit utilization. They're yep. also mm -hmm. looking for accounts that may be past due significantly yep. or past due period. Yeah. Um, yep. They're also looking for accounts that may not necessarily be theirs, right? Correct. So payment history makes up 35% of that whole score. The other 30% is your utilization. Uh, then they look at the different types of the credit accounts that you have, whether it's a, an installment loan, which is auto, uh, auto house, uh, things that you pay over a longer period of time. And then they also look at that revolving credit where you got store cards, credit cards, secured cards, different things like that. <clears throat> um, all those different types of credit kind of make up your whole credit score because, you know, if you have those different types, it's like, okay, you're getting lended from multiple banks. You can handle yourself in your credit. Mm -hmm. So with... So with that, you know, then they would reach out to, once they're able to see all of that, um, then they can reach out to somebody that can, you know, kind of do the work for them, right? That can kind of help them out. Um, what has been one of the craziest, like, situations that you guys have come in, come in contact <laughs> with? Oh, man. I think, uh, I think my, my favorite, right, is no credit at all. No credit at all. Somebody hops in and sees that they have no credit at all. Um, where they have a clean start, a clean slate, and they're looking to build credit. 
you know, uh, had a family that wanted to actually get a home. And so we were, we were able to see that they had a zero credit score. And so uh, if you're listening to this right now, uh, stop what you're doing. I would go to thomasandwestbrookconsulting.com and you'll actually get access to our free uh, lender success checklist. This goes over all the information we just covered, as well as it gives you a starting point and an understanding of what, what makes up your credit and what, uh, what you need to do in order to go get a house, uh, a, a vehicle, or what to do if you don't have any credit. But to answer your question, Donald, having no credit at all, because the, I think the beautiful part about credit is that you could ruin your credit 99 times and you can rebuild it 100. And mm -hmm. so uh, I, I love that fact because so many times as a person myself who had bad credit, you know, who had uh, restless nights, who, who was stressed out, who was having mail come to the house, uh, me and, and the debt collectors were on the first name basis. I never forget his name, Robert. <laughs> <laughs> Robert, Robert was violating my rights, dog. Like he was calling me at work. He was calling my employers. He was calling me at dinner, you know, and he was threatening me. And, and I, and I know it's, it's countless other uh, people in Chicago around the world in America that's, that's dealing with this. And so if you want peace of mind, you know, if, if you want to improve your, your credit and also this is another thing is uh, the wealth gap in the black community compared to uh the white community is is outrageous. You know, mm -hmm. our, our our average uh, household income for a black family is seventeen thousand dollars, while on the other hand, a white inc uh, household is is over a hundred thousand dollars. And so, I, I tell people this all the time: it's 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 easier for you to get a hundred thousand dollars in credit than it is to go work and get a hundred thousand dollars. You know, so we 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 have an opportunity to to leverage our good name, as well as take advantage of, of, of opportunities that we wouldn't have normally had. You know, like our great grandparents were buying things cash, houses were five and $10,000, you know? So for us in this day and age to buy a house, uh, cash, me? to buy a house, uh, cash would take a long time. So uh, it, we're talking about legacy. We're talking about your kids' kids. And so if you're listening now, sign up for the free ebook. It'll go over uh, the payment history, the utilizations. And, and last but not least, we, we, will, we, we truly believe that uh, the consumer or us, the people, we can take care of our own credit. And so we actually have a credit repair kit that allows you to take care of your own credit because paying for someone to repair your credit isn't always the most cost-effective thing. That's a that's a privilege. And so we we want to meet people right where they're at. And I know when I had bad credit, I didn't have the means. As a matter of fact, just to pay my monthly minimum was a challenge. Mm -hmm. So we we have it uh, extremely affordable. We have it laid out to extremely fast results that people can do it themselves um, in regards to you know the letters you need, uh, the information is there on how to structure your credit to get it exactly where you need it to be, to get a house, to get a car, or to even uh, one of JT's expertise is to uh, fund your business. So many entrepreneurs are starting up. So many people are independent contractors, driving Uber, uh, are you know doing Lyft, are doing things in addition to their nine to five that 
it only makes sense in order for your business to go to the next level that we use uh, OPM. All right, that's other people's money to leverage. Yeah, we yeah we gonna talk online about that because you know I'm trying to I'm trying to be <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to get me a quick one. <laughs> nah, you know I ain't uh, but you know I get the stuff that I'm trying to do. You know, buy another building or um, yep. you know, have a couple of different properties. I'm not one. You know, some people want to you know flip or you know, kind of do those things. I, I, I want to have, because I, I, I was raised in a single parent household. Mom, mom Dukes had three boys in her house. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I don't want to be in a situation where I'm older and I don't have, you know, that income coming in. I, I'm thankful now because I, I'm in a place that I've never been able to be in before where I'm comfortable, you know, like yeah. I'm not wealthy by any means, but I'm most definitely comfortable where I know, that I could go to the store and I can buy groceries, right? Like that's 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 huge. Me, you right? can pump your gas, you pump your gas can, and not worry about. That. I can pump my gas and not worry about my car. What's in, what's in my account? Like, come on, you know. But I mean, mm-hmm. it, it 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 came with like just sit settling down and be like, hey, you can't spend all that money doing all these fool right. doing foolishness. Uh, and, and I know a lot of people like to travel. I haven't gotten to the place of having, you know, rewards points yet where I can, you know, travel based off rewards. I'm, I'm going to get there, you know, soon. But, you know, like today, I, one of my friends was like, yeah, I'm doing something, you know, later on. And this is the date. And I was able to go online and buy a ticket, right? I didn't have to worry about, oh, let me do it in two weeks, right? And that was only yep. $200, right? <clears throat> and there was a time where $200 was crazy. <laughs> you know, it's like, ah, I got to wait a little bit just because I wasn't making enough money for me to do it. But I also had cra- a crazy amount of bills and like mm-hmm. debtors that were reaching out to me, um, you know, for stuff that I didn't even realize that was, that was happening. I remember, I remember being 18 and I needed to do something. And I looked at my credit score for the first time and there was a hospital bill on there from mm-hmm. um, just a time I went to the hospital. And usually th- they would have sent it to my mom, but because I was 18, they put it in my name. So, you know, it went to collections because it was in my name, not my mother's, you know, because I, was a, I wasn't a minor anymore. So now I got, I started off at 18 with something in collections. And so it's been like an uphill battle since then. Um, Mm -hmm. But now, you know, I'm grateful that like, I'm able to be at a place where ain't nothing on my credit, you know, (laughs) like we, you know, we, Mm -hmm. we got some straight. So I'm a testament to it, to, you know, uh, Tommy and JT, you know, helping me out, but it also, you know, I don't want it to be remiss that like, you still got to do the work. Right. You can't go 100%. And like last month was one of those months where like I know my credit score went down because I just like I I, I don't re- I just didn't pay before the statement date, like the statement date and uh, like understanding that there's a separate time between the payment date and the separate date. I mean, the the the, uh, statement. the statement date. And so mm-hmm. it's like, yeah. oh, crap. Yeah, I, I had something that I had to take care of for my building. And I spent a lot of money on my credit card and I, I knew I had the cash, but I just didn't, you know, pay or pay it off right away. And I looked at, I was like, oh crap, that did hit for the statement date. 
So, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's little things like that that you kind of got to play the game and you got to remember um, about when it comes to credit. But, you know, I'm grateful that I, you know, listen. Uh, <laughs> and I'm mm-hmm. able to say, oh, thank you guys. But, you know, what is it that you guys ultimately, you know, because I, I love hearing about success stories. What is it that you guys are dreaming of doing, right? What, what's, what's your aspirations? Uh, with for yourself or for you know Thomas and Westbrook. Um, so look, I'm a. You said a lot there, and you you touched on a lot of points. But one thing I want to back up on real quick is you're not too far off from hitting the the points game. So like I told you earlier, I'm, I'm <laughs> right. addicted to I'm addicted to credit cards. So um, just something as simple as finding a, a reward card with your bank that you bank with right now. Um, and figuring out how they redeem points and using your credit card instead of your debit card. And um, one strategy that I, I love to tell people is this, when you have a credit card and you're not disciplined, uh, you do this. So you're going to have your checking account, a savings account, and your credit card. Well, every time you swipe that credit card, your debit account ain't going to match, isn't going to match the credit card. So all you do is every time you swipe that credit card, transfer the same amount out of your debit account into your savings account. And then like you were saying at your statement date, pay the bill, pay, pay, or I mean, every day you're, you're transferring that those funds out of that account. So now that your debit account reflects your credit account, once that statement date comes up, cause you want to pay attention to the statement date, cause that's the date that, if that date passes, you're going to pay interest on that money. So you want to make sure you pay that date or the statement balance so that you don't have to pay the bank any money. And then you're able to keep track of it a little bit better because it forces you to pay attention because like, all right, dang, I got to transfer this money out. Okay, my, my debit account only has $100 in it, but my credit card's showing two k Do I spend the two k because I can or do I be disciplined and only spend that 100 because that's all I have left in my debit account. Mm-hmm. And if you do that, you'll accumulate the points for spending the same money that you're going to spend anyways. And here, here's the power of points, right? So uh, right before the pandemic hit, uh, me and my wife were able to, we use, I use two cards at a time particularly, but I have a hotel card and a flights card. So I have a Delta Sky Miles card and a Hilton Honors card. Mm-hmm. And I had enough points on both of them that for our anniversary, I was going to fly us out to San Fran, put us in a hotel for four nights, and the flights were taken care of for both of us, mm-hmm. all off of points. And it doesn't take long to accumulate those because I just use the credit cards for the same spending that I'm going to do anyways. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, just just the fact that for spending that money, I get a free flight and a hotel stay. Like, that's a no-brainer. Yeah. So you stop know. what you're doing and log <laughs> into Thomas and Westbrook Consultants because we actually giving away the game 
in our right now. in our credit building kit. Like for real, yeah, for real. I mean, just we go ahead and do my job for me, G. Like, <laughs> hey, you know, I can't even. Every time I'm like, oh, okay, I'm about to like shout out the website. Tommy comes, uh, and I'm like, oh yeah, Thomas and Westbrook consulting. Yeah. And I'm like, damn, damn, bro, like let me let me get a chance, dog. Like let me let me run it, let me point let it, me, let, let me let me, let me, let me run person. point. Yeah, let, let me, let me back that thing. Yeah, like let me be Chris Paul right now. I got you, LeBron. I got you, dog. Like just LeBron, I got you. I can get you the ball. Oh, <laughs> I got you, LeBron. Shooters gonna shoot. Shooters gonna shoot. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> Clearly they're gonna shoot. Well, since um, you want to talk, Tommy, what's next for you, dog? What's your aspirations? Oh, hold on. That wasn't even my dream, home slice. I know let he me, just cut me. everybody off. Yeah, that wasn't even my dream. Man, what's your my dream, dream, JT? Man, my dream is to have cash flow for multiple businesses and just be able to post up, teach people, man, on how to how to how to be more financially literate. Mm-hmm. You know, because you you were talking about the credit cards, the statement dates, and all that. This is this is foreign to people, man. We weren't taught this stuff. We both grew up in a single family, uh, single parent household. Like my mom don't know this stuff, yeah. and. You know, that that's the, I always ask myself, you know, like, all right, Lord, I grew up, I'm, I'm a Christian first and foremost, but I grew up in, in Pine Hills, which is a rough part of Orlando, Florida. And I'm like, all right, what makes me different than all the other dudes that are stuck over there? And, and, and really, it's just knowledge, man. I'm, I'm willing to get up and go seek the knowledge. You know, Lord says, knock and, and the door will be open for you. Like, you, you got to seek, you got to, you got to seek him and you got to seek the knowledge and, and getting the knowledge, man, it, it totally changes everything. You know, me, me and Tommy wouldn't be here today if me and him didn't make a decision like, Hey bro, we, we got to do this here. We got to go seek this knowledge. And it's been a game changer for us. So um, I want to have enough income coming in, man, where all our expenses are taken care of in my household. Um, and I'm, I'm just, we're traveling, helping people, um, working on our own terms. Like, because everybody's like, oh, I want to retire. I don't want to retire. I want to work, but I want to work on my terms. I want to help people when I want to help people. You know, I want to go places when I want to go. Mm-hmm. And in order to do that, you have to be disciplined now so that in the future, you can have what you want. Yeah. And, and that that's really it, man. I just, and, and leaving something for, you know, once me and my wife decide to have kids, like leaving something for them in the future and, and leaving a blueprint, leaving, you know, something behind that they can say, okay, here's what they was doing. Oh, okay. This makes sense. Now I can take what they've built and continue to build on to that. Yeah. I so. think that's, I think that's amazing. I think that's amazing. Um, and even with that, the podcast, you know, G, we have unparalleled convers- conversations about life skills and Jesus. And I think mm-hmm. that money management, learning the ins and outs of credit um, is a life skill, right? It's something it that you actually need for you to move uh, move on in life and like have a decent life, you know, because right. not everybody, not everybody's able no, it, it, it's hard, man. And, and you got to try some stuff. You're going to get it wrong. Like you can just go ahead and expect that you're going to, you're going to blow your credit up or, you know, you're going to, 
get some money taken from you or what, whatever, the, you're going to lose some money, whatever the case may be. But as long as you continue to learn from your mistakes and um, just apply the knowledge, like it, it always comes full circle. Like you'll figure it out mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. and it'll start making sense to you. That makes sense. It, I mean, it started to make sense to me for sure. Cause I, I knew that I had to, I know for sure that when it, when it came time for me to start looking at the building more aggressively or go through the process of trying to get the mm-hmm. building in like May of 2020, I, you know, there were some missteps with paying creditors and not getting them to take things off and, you know, settling stuff and not necessarily having them with stuff that I could have avoided. Like it was just so many things right. that I could have, so much money I could have avoided spending if I had, you know, had the knowledge, but I just was, I knew that I needed to do something, right? I had just had to drive that I wanted to do something. And that's what I want people to hear is that, you know, if you wake up and you're just like, you know, I'm tired of this. (laughs) Like there are 100 100. (laughs) options for you to, for you to not be in the state that you in. Uh, So Tommy, what's next for you, man? You know, what is that you want to do? Man, Proverbs 13 to 22, man, it says a good man leaveth an inheritance for his children's children and the wealth of the sinners laid up for the just. Uh, we, we believe, I believe uh, as well that uh, better credit equals a bigger legacy. Better credit equals a bigger, bigger legacy. And when I think about the, the, the journey, I also think about, um, I think about the, the, not only my kids, but your kids as well. Cause we, we're we not doing this uh, just for ourselves. We're going to enjoy what we're doing here on earth, but we're doing it for also for the next generation. So my mission, man, is uh, to reverse the effects of poverty, dog. Like we, West side, South side, we see it. We drive down. We see the drug use. I see it in my family. I, I, I see, you know, the hopelessness that we have. The people that gave up on their dreams, you know, they, 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 you know, okay with, just surviving and it's time that we start thriving and the information is out there the help is out there now the mindset is where we, we link it up and we think together on things you know we ain't got to think alike but let's think together you sound like a west side pimp from the pineapple to the big apple through a positive mental attitude uh, uh, healthy lifestyle, financial literacy, and celebrations. I feel like we kicking it, hanging out, having a good time. We ain't got nothing to celebrate about. Let's actually start eliminating debt. Let's start acquiring assets. And the vision is to uh, create a Christian community, dog, with financial attainment. A Christian community with financial attainment. Because when I actually started, uh, my starting point for it all, man, when I was in debt and everything, was I opened up the Bible, man, and I looked in the, the book of Proverbs. And it gave me very simple instructions. And I looked at the uh, at what ants were doing. I looked at what nature was doing. And even they were being diligent with the resources that God has given them. And so uh, to piggyback off of uh, Jesus and gym shoes, man, uh, it, it, ain't, it, ain't, it, ain't, it ain't rocket science. It ain't brain science, man. It's, it's simple instructions, man, of management of what we've been given. Because we all making money. I don't care. 
Somebody said it uh, the other day. Don't let a, don't let a crackhead out hustle you because they gonna find twenty dollars to go get them a blow. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> like, like, hey, look, when you get sick and tired of being sick and tired, you know, you'll get your credit fixed. And you'll 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 move on to bigger and better things, man. So, uh, for me, man, it's just to be a bridge builder uh, for the next group to come and for life not to be as as challenging as it was for us. You know, a lot of the information we talking about, man, our white counterparts probably eating uh, some some sandwiches at a, at a health club and it's just regular conversation, you know, trust funds and all these different things. So uh, that's really the mindset, dog, is to keep keep talking about it, keep sharing it and to build a community uh, to where this is common knowledge. And not only we're not talking about it, but we're applying it, you know, mm-hmm. assets over liabilities. Let's go. Yeah. So, you know. I'll end it there. Um, I know that they, you said it 9 million times, but we'll say it again. <laughs> What's the website? <laughs> Thomas What's and the, Westbrook Consultant. <laughs> Thomas <laughs> and Westbrook Consulting. They, Thomas, spelled T-H-O-M-A-S, and Westbrook, W-E-S-T-B-R-O-O-K, Consultant, with a G. <laughs> dot com. There you go, Bishop. <laughs> Come on, Bishop. <laughs> go ahead and pass the collection, please. Hey, hey, hey hopefully, <laughs> hey, hey. I pray that you know before long, you know, uh, Jesus and gym shoes is at a place where it could buy me some gym shoes. You know, every month. Yeah. Uh, and it's at a place where you know it can then you know pay a mortgage or something every mm-hmm. month. You know, that'd be dope. To, to be in that yeah. place. I think, uh, and then it'll open up doors for me to be able to, you know, speak on platforms to, because I think life skills is essential. And I think that's one of the things that is left out of everyday Christendom, right? Uh, or everyday, the, the walk that people have with Jesus. I think that's, uh, that's the thing that's left out. People will be preaching all of this stuff and it's just like, I need you, I need something else. I, I need to be able to, to make it through life. So on that note, I appreciate you guys. Again, the website is uh, thomasandwestbrookconsulting.com. And this is another episode of Jesus and Gym Shoes, where we have unparalleled conversations about life skills and Jesus. And make sure you like, comment, and subscribe and tell somebody about it to your mama, your daddy, your cousins, even your baby daddy, because his credit might be jacked up because you know things happen so i love you and until next time make sure you like comment and subscribe peace peace